0: Welcome to a brand new Hartlepool Mail podcast, Poodie podcast View from the Vic, um, new Hartlepool United podcast with Dominic Scare, our Hartlepool United writer. Uh, My name is Richard Manea. I'm joined today by Dominic Scare as well. Every week we're going to get a Pools fan on to uh, discuss some of the main talking points from the past week with Dom and myself. And this week, we're delighted to welcome Steve Arundel as the first Pools fan onto our podcast. So uh, we'll come to you in just a little while, Steve. But um, plenty to get through on our first poolie podcast today. We'll reflect on the midweek win on Tuesday night with Dagon Redbridge. We'll look at the promotion picture. We'll have a transfer update from Dom, um, his verdict on how Dave Chalden doing. And we'll reflect as well on Luke Williams' return to the fold. Uh, after his first start for a couple of years, which was which was great to see, and he was obviously quite emotional afterwards as well, which was uh, which was good to uh, good to hear from him after obviously what's been a very tough and long road for him. And we'll have a quick look ahead to the big game at Stockport this weekend as well. Um, so I'll bring in um, Dom in just a second, but yeah, welcome. Um, just want to give everyone a little bit of background as to how long you've been supporting pools, and I understand you've uh, you've got a, a, a famous dad as well, who pools fans will will know
1: of. I wouldn't go so far as famous. Um, my dad uh, is Brian Arundel. Um, he's the, uh, the commentator at uh, Radio Cleveland um, uh, for quite a few years. So um, when I when I was brought up um, in in he, he gave me the bug. He brought me along to the games. Um, the earliest memory is sitting in the old wooden stand on the Clarence, Ro- uh, Clarence Road side. Uh, so it, it's been uh, it has been quite a while um i'm living up in edinburgh just now and um, so i've been up here for about 20 years so um having this season um with all of the, the live streaming has been a, a a great um position so i've been able to, to watch every single game so it's uh it's it's been welcome um i don't want it to stop um but yeah i've been a, a polls home homer away for uh for many many years uh, prior to that
0: good stuff you're very welcome um yeah, it's obviously had a very different feel to it, hasn't it, this year, but um, Dom has been bringing you the best pools coverage every step of the way for the Pool Mail, um, and I'll plug our subscription as well while we're here. And um, We have a subscription model on the mail, so if, you, uh, if you're if you a big fan of what Dom does, um, then please consider taking out a subscription. All the details are online, um, the value we feel for the in-depth coverage Dom provides day in, day out, covering pools, as I say, home and away. Good stuff. Right, let's kick off then. Um, Dom, we'll start with you. What was your reflections on... On the game on Tuesday night, and kind of where that places pools in the promotion picture with their rivals at the top also keep winning as well. Annoyingly, so
2: yeah, it was frustrating at uh, full time when you see pools get, getting a win, such a good win down at Dagenham and Redbridge, and seeing every other team in the top forward had also um, picked up three points. But yeah, it was it was a good game um, from pools. Really, I think they started. Dave Chandler said they started well, but the first half in general was quite slow. I thought Dagenham, despite being 16th in the table, looked a very good side. Um, the forward player Scott Wilson, obviously a, a, a um, former National League winner, he came close and really sort of applied the pressure on pools in the first half. But then Luke Armstrong, that man again, um, scored at just a perfect time just before half time. Um, David Ferguson's corner in. He's the quality of his delivery has been there for the Sea All season. But um, yeah, Luke Armstrong, good, good, strong header. And that sort of setup gave Pools a platform for a really solid second half performance. And I guess the only sort of criticism you'd have is that they didn't just put the game to bed early in the second half and um, win by more goals. But I think it's hard to be too critical when Elliot Justin, the Dagenham goalkeeper, probably made. Five or six really, really good saves, and was deserved man of the match in the end. So, all in all, a, a good win, and it it keeps pools sort of in that race, and then um, keeping up the pace with the promotion rivals.
0: Yeah, so it leaves pools um, second in the table, thirty-one games played, uh, four points adrift of Sutton at the top, who have played three games fewer than pools, and Torquay just behind them, um, and it's. Uh, fiercely contested playoff picture, isn't it? Below that with like the likes of Stockport Wrexham, Not County, Bromley, FC Halifax and Eastley all battling. Um probably Chesterfield as well. How far down would you go, Dom? Alteringham, 41 points. They're only three points off, but they've played four games more. Um plenty of teams in the mix for the promotion. Um yeah, that's certainly the playoff picture. Yeah,
2: definitely. I think the way this season's gone unlike any other season really, some teams like Pools, Alteringham have played a lot game a lot of games more than than anyone else and you've got a club probably like Chesterfield who were sort of way out of it the first half of the season they're going through a good run they've signed a good striker in Asante from um, well the National League um, North so um, scoring lots of goals and you wouldn't back against them probably sneaking in the playoff place with a game in hand and then the other teams in the the top seven um, even Notts County who've recently appointed a new manager um, they they have potentially five games in hand on pools should um, their Dover game get get wiped out. So um, there's a lot of teams who could potentially, well, a lot could change between now and the end of the season just due to the, the games in hand. But on that Dover thing, you've got Bromley, Notts County, Wrexham, Stockport and Torquay, the sort of every team directly below pools in the table have already played Dover. So all of them, with the exception of Notts County, who got beat off Dover, will, Probably lose three points. So there's just so many things with the games in hand, potential teams losing three points, just so many different factors and parts that could um, sort of impact things in the
0: final sort of dozen or so games. Steve, what was what's your take on the, the win on Tuesday night and, and kind of how pools are placed in the promotion? Where, where do you think? Do you think they'll, I mean, they can win the league this season, but do you think they will, or do you think playoffs is more likely?
1: I think it's uh, it's with something to lose at the moment, as 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 you said, they're um, four points ahead, three games in hand. So if they they carry on um, those three games based on their their points per game so far, then the, we'd have eleven points to make up in eleven games, which is uh, uh, I think it's a it's a real tough ask. They've, they've got quite a few away games coming up, and I think the one home game is going to be against Torquay. Um, so they're, they're really going to have to earn it over the uh, over the, the next six matches. But if they if they, if they don't slip up, which they haven't done so far, um, then it, it's I think it's going to be uh, really tough. And but we're, we're looking at uh, a fight for second place. It,
0: it's been a good obviously the last couple of games for pools in terms of wins. But before that, there was obviously a couple of points dropped in terms of ours. But you know, keep the beat and going and stuff. Pools are now through that kind of tricky spell, aren't they, Dom? In terms of a lot of midweek away games. Um, and a good foundation to kind of build on from now until the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's testament to the players that they've had. I think it's six consecutive Tuesday night away games, which, considering they've been down to Dagenham, Kings Lynn, Eastleigh, really long away journeys they've had to make on the day in midweek, and they've come through it, and um, well, keeping that ten game un- unbeaten run intact, and then going into right. now a run of games yeah. where. The playing Saturday, Saturday, with the exception of the Easter Bank holiday weekend. They can really just focus and spend a full week on the training pitch, focusing on on um, performing and getting things right for the Saturday game. And meanwhile, every other team in and around them will be pretty much playing most midweeks between now and the end of the season. So um, it's, it's going to be an interesting one, but it, it's given Pools a good platform where they can, they can kick on. While also sort of making sure everything's right and the preparation
0: is is spot on. Who's um, player wise, Steve? Who sort of stood out for you this season in terms of players of the season contenders and consistency? And who's who surprised you this season? And who do you think pools could do with getting a bit more from over the next couple of months? I,
1: th- I think throughout the the entire squad, there hasn't there hasn't been anybody that hasn't shown the consistency, and other than. Uh, I, I know that uh, Claudio Fosu and um, McDonald—they uh, they haven't been um, playing, but uh, pretty much everybody who's come into the side is, has been able to, to show a level of consistency. Um, Featherstone's obviously been absolutely outstanding. I think. I think. Chaloner has really brought out the, the best in him. Uh, he's, he's got him quite a bit fitter, I think, which has uh, helped um, be able to see the, the, the full 90 minutes at the, at the pace that he needs to, to be able to do it. But he, he's really, really um, shown his quality over the over this last season. And it really helps control games. He sets the tempo really well.
0: I'm just laughing because my uh, my home phone is ringing and I can't turn it off for some reason. I took the batteries out, but uh, there you go. Um, same question to you, Dom. Who's, uh, who's been your star performer so far this season? Um, I think it, it's hard to look
2: past um, like the likes of Luke Armstrong and, and Jamie Sterry, I'd probably include in that category because before that point, sort of early December time, Pools were mid-table, um, didn't look like they were really going anywhere without a goal scorer in the side. And... Um, the brought Luke Armstrong in, he's came in and scored eleven goals in um 20 league games, which Pools have been crying out since the drop to the National League. Well, way before that really, um, for a sort of one in two striker, someone who you'll back to, to score most games, if if not well, at least half of them. So um he's came in, he scored some important goals as we saw on Tuesday night to to give give Pools important points. So in terms of just a player who's transformed things and been the catalyst behind Pools' promotion push, I think it's hard to look past Luke Armstrong. But as I say, an honourable mention to Jamie Sterry because he, for me, is as good... a Well, he's the best right-back I've ever seen in the National League um, watching watching the division for the past um, sort of five seasons or so. Um, it's He's just a player who just oozes football league class and for me um, it, if league one upper league two clubs aren't knocking on the door for him in the summer I'd be very surprised
0: and just on the front Dom he um, obviously did a piece of being kind of around the pool squad and may or may not need strengthening but um, initially it was with his stairs today. today for the day uh, the, wasn't it for the in the month of March is usually the traditional deadline for nationally clubs to make the signings ahead of the final weeks of the season. But obviously with the season being extended due to late start, um, that's been pushed back a month or so. Can you just sort of um, outline, yeah, kind of the current situation around the, that situation at Pools?
2: Yeah, it was an interesting one
0: because I think that was the initial assumption with the season getting it
2: in well, ending a month later that the registration deadline would also be extended by a month. And that was a initial assumption, but then clubs were told sort of to the contrary and it would stick as the last Thursday in March. And then and Pools contacted their FA to clarify things and were um, reaffirmed that that would be the case before just earlier this week being told, actually, it's going to be extended by, by another month or another four weeks till April 22nd, the last Thursday in April. So uh, it's an interesting one. Thankfully, Pools didn't, jump into to making any signings um, or any rash decisions just in case. So it gives them an extra four weeks to to be a bit patient, be a bit reactive in case um, there's any injuries crop up. And uh, they'll only strengthen if they need to. Because, um, I mean, with 11 games to go, you you want to cover all the venture outlies, But now with it being extended a month, it'll only be, I think, six games to go. Um, you can almost afford to, to sort of be patient, bide your time and um, just see what the situation
0: is in a month's time. What's your take on on the transfer front, Steve? Do you think there's any particular areas of the team that need, need strengthening or are you reasonably happy with the options? Dave Chandler has injuries, uh, sorry, fitness-wise providing. obviously.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's injuries or um, or any suspensions that come. I think we're we're a little bit short down the left hand side, especially defensively. And we've got Ferguson, we've got Johnson, who are, are, are both playing uh, playing really well at the moment. But uh, either one of them gets a knock or um, or has to has to sit out a couple of games, then we're, we'd we'd struggle to um, to to fill that side. And uh, have, we don't think we have a, a naturally left sided um, player to to take that place. I think I think the other place is probably um, a, a somebody a, a big man up front. Um, I know we expected uh, Bloomfield to uh, to fill that gap, and he, he looks like he should be uh, be able to, to to really put himself about and uh, and, and cause issues in the air. Uh, but I don't think that's that's his game. Um, I think he's a, he's a lot more um, uh, skillful than that. Um, so I think somebody in the the Richie Barker mould or, or uh, Tony Lawman mould to, to to go up front and. Uh, cause havoc in the air. Uh, I think that's that's something that we, we don't have that we might want to uh to look into, see whether we can get uh, somebody to to be able to to bring on late on um and uh, and just fill that gap.
0: Could I just touch on something you mentioned earlier Steve? just just from a fan point of view. What, um how have you found this season? Um obviously it's been you know so no fans to be allowed inside stadiums, obviously for all the, the right reasons with COVID-19 pandemic, etc. But as a pool's fan, how have you how have you found this season watching them kind of remotely? And um, is it kind of, must be such a shame to see pools doing so well yet, but fans can be inside the the ground. Although there are arguments that that would relieve a bit of pressure on certain players, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah. From, from a completely selfish point of view, uh, being able to watch it on uh, online and uh, and not having to um, travel down from Edinburgh every week would, uh, is 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 great. Um, but yeah, I think I think they've really missed and um, uh, having having the fans there and being able. To, I think it was Holohan the other week when he uh, when he, he scored that last minute winner, and uh, if if the fans were in there, the whole place would have erupted. And um, just to, to not have that that payoff um, for the, the hard work that they're doing and. Um, how well they're playing at the moment. Um, to have the fans there would just be the uh, the, the icing on the cake for it. But um, I think hopefully uh, towards the end of the season. I, I know it's it's frustrating that uh, the uh, the lockdown restrictions look like they're going to end for football matches at a point at which we don't have another home game after that. Um, but then if we're if we're top three, um, then we we have our. Um, playoff game at home um, to to go into that with uh, with 4,000 fans behind them um, after what could be a couple of weeks break and uh, and just going all guns blazed. I think that would be uh, uh, an amazing outcome, and then uh, they hopefully take us on to uh, to the final. Yeah,
0: definitely. Pools fans had Wembley, wouldn't it for the. For the playoff final, if, if, it, if that's the way it ended. I was there with someone a couple of weeks back with the Papa Johns um, trophy final, and it was a, a bizarre experience here but, um, with no fans there. But we shall see. Um, just touching on Dave Channel, then, Dom, um, how do you kind of sum up the job Dave has done at pools <clears throat> this season, but also kind of, you know, it's been a very few years? Um, and he's uh, he deserves a little credit for the way he's kept things together. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, he probably couldn't have asked
2: for a tougher sort of spell at a a club given just what's happened since he's took charge with last season getting shut down, six months without any football, budget cuts at pools. Yet he's managed to, with a far reduced budget, put together a promotion or arguably title-challenging team um, with by assembling players who maybe had a point to prove using the loan market really well. Um, We've seen with Lewis Cass, Luke Armstrong, obviously even Jake Cooper recently, um, Tom White as well, um, all coming in and being able to help the squad out. And um, on the transfer front as well, just being sensible, being, um, I think last season, Pools probably went a bit too heavy on, on the midfielders last season, brought far too many centre mids in, and then when they needed a goal scorer, a striker that sort of were a bit thin on the ground and relying on players like Jimmy Touré to work his magic when he was just too inconsistent. So uh, back to the job Chalner's doing, I think you couldn't have asked for um, a better better manager to take charge of pools at the time he did. And I think this season And despite a few troubles, it hasn't always been perfect. I think November time when the side won a bit of a, in a bit of a rut, losing a few games and, and Chalna was sort of contemplating, well, in his interviews, he was mentioning that he would walk away from the club. Not, not in a a serious context. I don't think not, no, not a threat or anything like that, but it was certainly maybe on the back of his mind and the back of people's minds. But since then he, side of turned things around brilliantly. Obviously boosted by um the likes of Jamie Sterry, Luke Armstrong coming in. But um I think just on all fronts, Chandler talks a good game but also has the sort of reputation, the credentials and the performances and results to back it up. And he demands a lot from his players. And um it's just been great to see the results
0: sort of materialise on the pitch as well. Steve, what's your what's your user pools fan in terms of how how Dave kind of uh, Dave down there, holds himself and his messages to the fans and the players. Have you, have you been impressed with
1: him? Yeah, yeah, I think he's I think he's done a fantastic job. Um, I think the the three main things that I, I think he's brought is 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 one is is the amount of fitness and um, I think we must be one of the the fittest teams in the league. That we're constantly running, constantly closing down, and we're able to sustain that for uh, the vast majority of the ninety minutes. Um, I think uh, another thing is. His ability to to highlight where there's there's issues and correct them. I think if you look back at the the Torquay game and the Walking game earlier on in the season where we we lost five uh, 0 and three nil, um, we I think I think in those games we struggled to deal with uh, with teams who who were really completely in our face all the time. They were closed down everything we tried to do, just got in the way, just had really good angles and and get in the way of every pass and shot. Uh, I think uh, we struggled with being able to move the ball quick enough to cope with that and he, he's highlighted that and it's not been a a, a problem since i mean, that tuesday night at uh, uh, at Dagenham they they moved uh, the the ball quite quickly and they they, uh, they were in our faces as well but we were able to to deal with it much better um We've been able to um to highlight that that, that is an issue and Gwyn correct it. And what it, what it's done, I think, is, is made us um, give us that consistency that we've been crying out for, even in games where we we don't play particularly well, um, which which there will be every every player is going to have an off day. But being able to grind out a result, even when that happens, I think that's that's the, the big change that uh, we're starting to see, especially especially towards the end of the season.
0: Good stuff. Um... We'll move on to Luke Williams now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, we're going to hear from Luke Williams uh, in, a, in a short while uh, from Dom's interview with him at the weekend. What's um, your take on, on Luke Williams's return? And obviously, it's been a horrendous couple of years for him. And you know, his first was his first staff, first league staff for the club. Um, yeah. And he was quite emotional, wasn't he afterwards?
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, he was in, in good form, to be fair. He, he, for a player who hasn't started a league game in four years, he was he was upbeat. Obviously, still on on the high of um, playing 70 minutes, doing well and coming through it without any injuries. So, um, it was just great to see Luke Williams uh, back out playing and, and performing without any any ill effects. Um, he obviously did did well in the trophy game at Halifax previously, but this is back the the bread and butter, the the national league games and. Um, He's just the type of player who could be a real asset to Pools and if he if he didn't have the injuries, he'd be nowhere near the National League really with, his, with the quality he brings. So um, just the type of player where um, if Pools can keep him fit, if he can start maybe half a dozen games between now and the end of the season or at least be involved in much, most matchday squads, he could be a real difference maker for Pools because he's the type of player who just... His touch, his technical ability is is far and away probably the the best in in Pool's of squad. He just glides past players and um, has the ability to find those pockets of space and get shots away. And um, just a shame that uh, the game he played against Woking, he the one chance he had, the probably the Pool's best chance of the game, and um, just went wide of that left hand post. And um, that fairy tale moment didn't quite happen for him. But yeah. Uh, Great asset um to have him back available for pools. Hopefully he can stay stay fit because um it has been a torrid four years for him and it's just been every time he's been close, it's 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 been another setback and he's had that two weeks away tagline attached to him for for, for all that time and apparently he's close. But now years he close, he's he's started a game, he's back involved, and hopefully now he can kick on.
0: We're going to hear from uh, Luke Williams now. This is from your uh, post-match interview uh, with him at the weekend.
2: How was it coming back in, coming into a
3: winning team? Does that make it easier when the t- lads are doing so well in confidence? Is oh that- yeah, definitely. You want to be, you always want to be successful, and being part of a successful team makes everything easier. Like you said, and you, you could probably see that from the first half. You looked comfortable, and we were positive, but not taking the chances early on set us up for a more difficult second half Mm. but we managed to grind it out and that's a testament to the lads and the squad because Mm. it takes every member of staff every player (laughs) to grind them results out and stay in contention
2: yeah and having waited for something like this for so long to get on the ball
3: early on you want to tackle early on as well was was that nice a nice confidence yeah it is and i've been Right and doing things right for quite some time now, so it's not as if I've just got myself right and I'm straight back in. We've done things properly, which has allowed me to go on the pitch with that type of confidence and that trust in myself and my body again.
2: Yeah, and um, what's been
3: the key to to getting you to this point, would you say? Doing things properly and growing up a little bit in myself and my head and listening to my body and listening, (coughs) listening to the people around me what they have to say and taking that into consideration and just, just doing things right in general and keeping on high standards every day and keeping things things right. Mm.
2: Has it been almost, well I assume it has but a mental battle as much as a physical battle oh, yeah. at
3: times? It'll be, it's been horrendous and there's been other things that's gone along with it like no one will ever know unless I bring out a book like I was joking <laughs> about bringing out in the dressing room but I don't know if anyone would buy it but no it has been it's been like torture but to to come through it now it's it's a great feeling
2: and Hartlepool United I mean they have stuck with you through this time the players as well back to you as well
3: it's the best place for you to be oh definitely I don't think I could have asked for I don't think anywhere else I'd have been given the chance to come through what I've come through Hmm. and come out this side like this now and that's uh, a testament to like you said the fans the staff the manager the chairman previous managers everything about the club has been Been great, and like I said, they've given me every opportunity to put things right.
0: And Steve, just coming to you now, um, yeah, what did you make of Luke Williams' return? It was uh, great to see him finally start a game for Pools in the National League and hope. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he could be a big player between now and the end of the season. we will put too much pressure on.
1: <laughs> yeah, as, as Tom said, if he'd been fully fit, then uh, he's, he's well above this level um, in terms of, of quality. But I think what it, what he'll bring, um, hopefully, is just that little bit of of magic in the middle uh, to be able to unlock a defence. If you look back at the goals that uh, the Pools have scored over the last week, the, a high amount have come from crosses or uh, people cutting in from the, from the from the sides, being able to have somebody with uh, um, with a bit of creativity in the, the middle of the park to be able to get through the middle or um, or have a shot from distance that uh, that's going to put the keeper keep under pressure, just brings that a little bit of a different threat um, from 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 what we had. Um, and you're starting to see even with uh, the the um, the 60 minutes he had on the pitch. There's a few touches there that was just releasing to people through the middle, which uh, which, which are uh, exactly what we've needed so um with the um the schedule being a little bit lighter between now and the end of the season um then then hopefully yeah we would be able to get uh, williams into into more matches i, I imagine he'll been in pieces after the uh, the 60 minutes in the in the previous game so um so hopefully that uh, he keep uh, keep fit keep getting uh, additional minutes on the on the pitch um and uh, and then yeah we we can only benefit towards the end of the season it'd look great on the wembley turf
0: he would, he would, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we're recording this on Thursday afternoon. So, Dave Chalmers due to hold his press conference on Friday um, ahead of the trip to Stockport at the weekend. So, we'll get an update, hopefully a positive one on Luke Williams on Friday on the Hartlepool Mail website. And uh, hopefully, be ready to uh, start another game for pools. That would... Although, I don't know, Don, do you think that will be a bit, bit of a stretch, two games in a week? Or do you, do you think you might, it's a big game, isn't it, at Stockport? I could certainly do with him.
2: Yeah, um, it's an interesting one. I think. Um... Last Saturday the circumstances worked out quite well. Woken, who obviously all their focus was on the FA trophy, really. So um and lower down in the table as well. So, and it was a lovely day at the Vic. So it sort of lended itself well to to Luke Williams starting if there was one game you wanted him to start in. And um but Stockport it is Pools at that stage where Pools' next game now is their biggest game of the season. And um I don't know. Do do you? I don't know how long we can associate risking Luke Williams that tag with him. But do you risk him with two games in a week as you say, or do you go with someone like Gav Holohan or Tom White, Mark Shelton, players who are probably more reliable fitness wise, let's say, and still have the quality um, to bring, or someone like Luke Monu as well if you want to go for a change of formation. Um, so I'd, I'd imagine um, pools will play it safe and Luke Williams will probably remain on the bench and be that option to to be an impact player and um, as Steve was saying sort of unlock um, opposition defences if need be, if Pools are searching for a goal, so I think that's probably what we'd expect if Luke Williams has any involvement on Sunday Yeah,
0: certainly not a bad player off the bench if that if that is the case later on against uh, Stockport <coughs> excuse me and that brings us nicely to the weekend game then um pools obviously second in the national league Stockport a um, couple of places further below in fourth um six points off pools but they do have those two games in hand so six pointer massive game <coughs> Dom how do you how do you see things um, ahead of the weekend trip to, to the northwest
2: it, it's an interesting one because obviously pools. Won the reverse fixture 4-0. Stockport had two players sent off. It's one of them where Stockport will probably have a, a point to prove and keep, uh, avenge that sort of injustice, if you like, in their in their eyes um, just before Christmas. And uh, they've got the players to do it. I think John Rooney, in terms of an attacker midfielder, is, is among the best in the National League. They've got Liam Hogan, who, in my eyes, is the best defender in the National League. have just signed Paddy Madden from Fleetwood for... Actual transfer fees, which is rare to see in the in the national league, and for me, I mean, he's a player who scored goals in League One, so um, it shows just how much backing uh, Stockport have had this season, and and what pools up against. Um, and they've, they've changed the manager through the course of the season. They've got high standards. They'll be expecting to really push um, those sort of top two, top three places. And although they do have the games in hand on Pools, they still probably will lose the three points um, they got against Dover, which again then puts them nine points behind Pools. So there is a bit of breathing space, but I think that just makes it even more important for Pools to, to get that win and um, keep that cushion between those sort of third or second and third and that fourth place, because if you can't win the league, you want to get that um, a top three finish to guarantee a, a home
0: playoff semi-final game. Yeah, certainly a huge game, um, Steve. Ahead of the weekend, what's your and Paddy Madden? Now I've seen him give some on this defence a uh, fairly yeah, interesting time over the last couple of years. So yeah, he's certainly a big player to watch out for. Steve, what's your um, what's your view ahead of the weekend? And can I push you for a prediction?
1: Uh, yes, I, I think uh, Madden will be a big threat. I, I think he came off the the bench on uh, on Saturday and then played started on. Tuesday, um, so he's, he's obviously easing him into the side. Um, at Stockport are massive defensively at home. I think they've only conceded uh, seven goals in 14 games at home, so that they're, uh, they're obviously well set up. Uh, it, it's going to take uh, quite a bit to, to, to break them down. And I, I think, yeah, you're right, Don, they, they probably do have a, a point to prove since uh, the, the 4-0 defeat uh, at Albert. Um But, yeah, whether we... Uh, we come away with a a win. I mean, it would be massive if we do. We would put uh, put a, a bit of breathing space between them and us, um, and uh, and and set us up for the the rest of the season. Um, I I think we'll uh, we'll nick a win. I think it'll be another one nil. Uh, I think we're turning into old school Arsenal, um, just getting the knocking out the one nil wins. Um, but uh, I, I think the the way that we're set up at the moment, I think there's a, there's a lot of confidence in the side. Um, um, I' probably agree that they uh, wouldn't start Williams, but uh, depending on how the game goes, it might be just one that we need to uh, to bring on later on if we're looking at that little extra spark um, and towards the end um, provided it stays a footballing game and it uh, it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't get into a um, a bit more of a, a lower league um, standard game.
0: Excellent, Good stuff. Thank you very much, uh, Stephen. Thanks for joining us as our first uh, Pools fan on the, our new uh, pooly podcast, View from the Vic um, podcast, which we're launching this week on the Hartlepool Mail. and We'll be bringing you this week um, with uh, with a different, different fan on each week and uh, the views of Dom Scare as well. Dom, uh, bringing you the best Pools coverage home and away. Throughout the season, as their pools hopefully push their way towards the promotion, pushing back into the FL, that would be good, wouldn't it? Um, and as I mentioned earlier, if you uh, if you do fancy taking out a subscription, then um, please do head to the Hatfield Mail website for all the information on that. That would be great. Um, so yeah, our thanks to you, Steve, and um, thanks Don for your time. Okay. And we'll be back next Thank week you. with next Woody podcast.